0: What's up, everybody? Time for another episode of Believe Me, which is, of course, brought to you by our proud sponsors over at BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline.ag and use the promo code BELIEVE for your first-time, one-time, 100% deposit match. That's B-L-E-A-V. Any deposit between $50 and $1,000 will be matched in full by our proud sponsors and partners over at BetOnline. Head on over to BetOnline.ag and let the games begin. All right, everybody, it's time for another episode of Believe Me. I'm Joe Serrallo, joined by two legends in their respective industries. As always, Brandon Lang, the career handicapper, and real life inspiration for Matthew McConaughey in the movie Two for the Money, and Cordell Stewart, the former All-American at the University of Colorado, former Pro Bowl quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Gents, let's look at how we did last week before we dive on in. Last week, you guys agreed on three games: the Packers, minus eight, the Chiefs, minus seven. Both losers, but you made up for it with the Patriots minus three at home against Detroit. You disagreed on the other three. Now, one of them we will throw out Chargers. Browns it fluctuated between one and a half, two and a half, fell on two. Forget that one for now. But Brandon, you won the other two. You took the Cowboys plus five and a half. Cordell was loving the Rams in that one. Dallas won outright. You also had Cordell beat on Sunday night football. The Bengals and the Ravens, it was Baltimore minus three. They won it by two. It was a crazy, wild game. So, Brandon, you must be feeling yourself per usual.
1: Anytime you can take down the All Pro, anytime you <laughs> can take down the All Pro, you got to take the brother down. I'm gonna give him another shot to give me this week because I guarantee you, there are gonna be some games we do not agree upon. You got yep. the pro football player's opinion versus the handicapper's opinion. That's what this show is all about. Cordell, I wish you all the best this week. Wear to away pink here in the month of October. My man, pots and pans. Let's get after it. I love it. I love it. You guys,
0: you guys both got pink on. I'm rocking some lavender on this fine October afternoon. I mean, great minds think alike, gentlemen. Cordell, we're going to start with you. Game one here. Give you a shot at redemption early on. The Baltimore Ravens, your man, you love them. Lamar Jackson, I love them too. They are five-point favorites headed to my New York Giants. Now you guys both faded the Giants last week. But the Giants are 3-0 against the spread as an underdog this year. Cordell, which side are you rolling with in this one?
2: I'll tell you what. I'm going with the Giants in this one. And the reason I say that is because this defense in the Baltimore Ravens is not as stout as they once been. They used to be intimidating. They used to make you afraid to come in. And the reason I say that is because Saquon Barkley and this offense with the Giants is stellar. They're second in the National Football League when it comes to running the football. I think they're playing inspired football based on how their head coach's energy. Did you see him run off the field, going through the tunnel? He was getting everybody crumped and everybody excited. It's not just about Lamar Jackson. It's about his team. I think this team and the Giants, with what they're doing on offense, that's the that that's technically the cowbell in my mind when it comes down to how physical, how hard, and how tough they play all the way to the last last uh, horn is blown. Bone, I'm going with this team right now in the Giants, who's pretty freaking good. Brandon, you go ahead.
1: Huh. Wow, right off the bat, I hate it when I agree with the All Pro, but oh, but the home team in this series is five and zero against the number. Of the last five meetings, Ravens are three and seven against the number. Of the last ten versus the NFC East, including O and five against the number. Their last five away games versus the NFC East. So this is pretty simple when you handicap the New York Giants. You go against them when they're a favorite, you take them as a dog. Yep. They are a feisty dog, and he showed it last week down 17 3 in London. You don't normally come back against Aaron Rodgers. They did in impressive fashion. The numbers say Giants, you can never go wrong with home dogs in the NFL, especially getting more than a field goal. I believe the all pros on the right side of the game. I tend to agree with him. The Giants plus the points are the way to go. You know, last
0: week I was leaning with the Giants plus eight. You guys talked me out of it. I took your advice. I died by your advice. I'm glad we're all on the same page this week. (laughs) By the way, how big of a factor, Cordell, I I want your take on this as a guy who played in the league. How big of a factor is Wink Martindale, the former Ravens D coordinator, knows Lamar inside and out, now being the Giants defensive coordinator? Is that a humongous advantage?
2: Uh, Big time. Big time. When it comes down to the weaknesses of a player, you have to see it every day in practice. When it comes down to the strength of a player, which I think we all know, it comes down to what we've seen on television, but also what he's had the opportunity to see in practice. So when it comes down to where he likes to throw, where he likes to scramble, where he doesn't like to throw, where he doesn't like to scramble, we know his favorite target is who? The tight ends running down the middle of the field. You take those players away, go to the guys on the outside who we know aren't good receivers on the outside, as we lose Hollywood Brown to the uh, Carolina, what was it to the Arizona Cardinals Cardinals. to the Cardinals. He's now stuck with throwing to the tight ends. I think they take that away from, him. I think this Giants team win real big.
0: I love it. Brandon, we're going to start with you on the next game, sticking with some New York football that really doesn't play in New York. The Jets taking on the green Bay Packers green Bay back home at Lambeau, seven point favorites in this one. And their last three meetings over the past 12 years, have actually all been pretty tight contests, all being settled by single digits. Green Bay minus seven at home. Brandon, what do you think in this one?
1: Throw it out like a bag of garbage on garbage day. The last three meetings are not going to matter because the stat that your boy B. Lang has for the world today (laughs) is one that's going to make you smile and go, wow. Now, a couple of weeks ago after their week one loss to the Minnesota Vikings on the road, the Green Bay Packers came home to face the Chicago Bears on Sunday night football. And I noted on this show, that the Green Bay Packers under head coach Matt LaFleur have lost eight games in his coaching career. And in the game after a loss, he was a perfect 8-0 straight up, 8-0 against the spread, and they proceeded to go out and cover the number against the Bears, making it 9-0 and straight up and against the spread. Well, here we are again, Mr. Matt LaFleur off a loss, and he's 9-0 and straight up. 9-0 and against the spread in regular season games, coming off a loss as head coach of the Packers. If you hear me say it once, you hear me say it a million times. Winners go with streaks. Losers go against them. I'm not about to go against the stat. That is now 10-0 against the spread, straight up and against the spread after Sunday. Packers minus the points.
0: Ooh, Brandon getting cocky, chucking it up as a win already. Cordell. Are you with Brandon? Do you think Green Bay wins this one by at least a full touchdown, or are you going to ride with the Mormon missile, Zach Wilson, going into Green Bay hunting some Cougars in Wisconsin?
2: And I tell you what, Zach Wilson is playing some inspired ball. He's playing with a little swag, too. But to Brandon's point, since 2018, when when this team come off of a loss, they actually come back going stone crazy, winning 74% of their games. But you know what? I'm going against the grain, baby. I'm going with Zach. I'm going with Zach Wilson and the Jets. I mean, they have a passing offense that's ranked ninth in the National Football League, total offense of 11th overall. I like what I see in this Jets team. I saw what they did against my Steelers It ain't so, Joe. I'm going with it. I tell it you what. It ain't so, that second, Joe. That secondary, that secondary of the Jets has been really tenacious when it came to the ball. I've seen many times when balls have been tipped, when it comes down to getting the ball in the secondary, that defense really has played good. This Green Bay Packers team is not playing as good as people think they've been playing lately. So I think they fall off a little bit when it comes to winning this game after a loss that we've seen them do over since 2018. I'm going with the Jets with Zach Wilson going out there. He, what is he hunting out there in Green Bay in Wisconsin? What did you say, Joe? Hunting cougars, hunting?
0: baby. Come on. Kids out the real Let's go get of Staten Island. No. <laughs> that part.
1: Listen to, me. Go listen to me. Stay at the bar, bud. Don't let Cordell drag you into the champagne room here. Stay (laughs) at the bar, Joe. Stay at the bar with Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur. That's all I gotta say, Joe. May the force be with you.
0: Brandon's coming from a place of wisdom and experience talking about that champagne room. Brandon, I think I'm gonna go with you in the streak in this one. Nine and zero under Lafleur. Fourteen and six in their last twenty after a loss against the spread. We know that they're a cover machine at Lambeau. Uh, You hit every nail on the head, Brandon. Cordell. You know, look, just like Zach Wilson, I love an older woman every now and then myself. But at the same time, we're talking about football here. He could he could be my wingman. Aaron Rodgers will be my quarterback 10 understand. times out of 10. Brandon, I'm with you. We've got another game in the NFC North. The Minnesota Vikings and the Miami Dolphins, actually another AFC East, NFC North matchup. The Dolphins just announced that Kansas State alum, third stringer Skylar Thompson is going to be the guy, and the Vikings... Are only three and a half point favorites against the Dolphins and their third stringer. Cordell, what do you think about this matchup? Minnesota's four and one, but they've only covered once in their five games. Are you gonna take them to win by four or more points in this one?
2: Yes, I will. I'm going with Delvin Cook and his 4.6 yards per game when it comes to playing. He's going back home. I know he's a Florida State kid, but he's going back to the state of Florida. But let's look at what this team has done in the last three match, the last straight, three, three straight games in the last five minutes. They've been able to close out the deal. When you have Jefferson and all the other players you have on this team, whether it's Cook or whoever it may be, Cooper Cup, excuse me, these guys are actually playing some really good football. I like Kirk Cousins. For some reason, I do, because you're asking a young player in this quarterback to go and lead what? Waddle and also Tariq Hill. I don't think he can get the football down the field. I know you're gonna go with the home dog. I get (laughs) to say, Brandon, I hear it, I smell it in the air but I'm going with this team that's a veteran team that's trying to make a mark for themselves, getting a
1: great win on the road for Delvin Cook. Why not?
2: Why not?
1: You can lead a horse to water, (laughs) but you can't make him drink. Who's the best team in the NFL right now? Record-wise or appearance-wise? Just appearance-wise. Who's the The best team? The Buffalo Bills. Okay. Who beat the Buffalo Bills at home? Miami Dolphins with who beat him? who beat them when they gave when, when Buffalo had the ball for 40 minutes to Miami's 20. Hold Buffalo on.
0: Had, Miami hold on. had
1: Tua. Now they've They're got, got Skylar I'm, Thompson I'm talking about I'm talking about a defense that Ben but didn't break, okay? Out first down 31 to 13. Tua didn't do squat in that game. Listen to the stats. They had 198 yards total offense. Nice job, Tua. They had 13 first downs. Nice job, Tua. They got out possession 40 minutes to 20 minutes. Nice job, Tua. The the Dolphin defense was on the field for almost a hundred snaps. Nice job. And they figured out a way to win. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. The last time we saw Kirk cousins on a, on a road game was Monday night. How bad was he? How bad was he? He couldn't have fixed your computer. If he worked for the geeks. Mm. Okay. (sighs) I would never trust Kirk cousins on the road, laying points against Louisiana Monroe. Against a <laughs> Lafayette, against UAB or any other the Sun Belt team. You gotta Dodgers. bring the fun belt into this one, huh? I am sorry, but Kurt Cousins lane points on the road equals loser. Give me the Dolphins as they find a way as a home dog in the heat of Miami, just like they found a way against the Buffalo Bills. Oh, we got the kid in the back of the classroom wants to take. Say- <laughs> okay, Cornel- you a little hand up. What's the rebuttal, baby?
2: We talked about stats, right? So the Dolphins have the fifth best offense. That's when that offense was healthy with Tua in it. That's not without Tua. That's with Tua. But yet yet they have the fifth worst. They have the fifth worst passing defense in the National Football League. You have to go up against Jefferson and company and also Delvin Cook coming out of the backfield. You're asking for a tall task for a younger quarterback to come in a game and also this defense to do what they were doing. you got to remember, when that team played against the Buffalo Bills, they had what? They played over ninety snaps at least, mm-hmm. and they sat on the sideline probably what sixty percent of the time. That's not going to happen in this game. This game, they're going to have to dial up some really special plays to beat this Minnesota Vikings team. I think that's revved up and remember ready Chris, to go out and play again.
1: You remember Chris Tucker in Rush Hour? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> you did going to help in on scares? this. You the didn't words help in that in on are this, coming man? out of my mouth. They had no right beating Buffalo, yet they figured out a way to do it, and they'll have no right beating Minnesota. And yet on Sunday afternoon, you're going to be sitting in your man cave going, that damn b they figured out another way to beat Minnesota. Joe, all yours.
0: There's your patented Brandon Lang movie reference of the episode. Look, Cordell's going to be right sooner or later, Brandon. He's going to beat you on a game you disagree Go on ahead. sooner or later. I think Go it's this ahead. one. Kirk Cousins, you referenced the Monday night game, Brandon. I'm using that stat against you. Kirk Cousins is one of the worst primetime performers of our generation, or maybe of my generation, I should say, in a Sunday 1 o'clock matinee game going up against Skylar Thompson. I think this is the game that Kirk Cousins performs in Cordell. I'm with you 100% on this one. How about the 49ers? Few better teams from the West coast on the Eastern seaboard than the 49ers. They've won eight of their last nine in the Eastern time zone. Cordell, let's start with you on this one. They're five and a half point favorites at the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, by the way, the only five and O team against the spread in the NFL Cordell, do the Falcons keep it close or do the Niners bust it open?
2: This is a really sketchy one. Cause I watched them yep. play against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. And, 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 To watch them play the way they did, in the end, came down to a crazy call by the refs that determined the outcome of this game. Marcus Mariota, I think he played adequate enough to help them win, but they end up falling short on the road. Man, this defense, the number one defense in the National Football League with points allowed, as well as just yards in total. I'm going with the Niners. I got to go with the Niners. I think Shanahan comes in town. I think he sets the tone at the line of scrimmage, forced this team to have to really play play with a basically a, a longer field, play field position. I'm going with the 49ers with what they do based on their defense and what they can do with their offense. Jimmy Garoppolo, he scares me a little bit. That other team over there in the Atlanta Falcons, they're really playing real hard football for 60 minutes. I'm going with this defense of the 49ers to seal the deal against that Mariota offense.
1: Brandon, what
0: do you have in this one?
1: Every once in a while, you find yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. The Atlanta Falcons have been so close. They've been so close with the comeback against the Rams. They were so close last week in Tampa Bay. They've just just—they've just been close and close and close. Now, I'm not saying had they not called that ticky-tack BS on Brady and got the ball back, they would have went down and scored. We will never know. I don't think they would have, but it was a, it was a bad call. Just like the call on Monday night, the refs are really, really making it hard to watch football, but I will say this. Eventually Atlanta is just going to get blown out because they're running into the wrong team at the wrong time. They're own 10 against the spread as a non-division home dog of three points or, or a home dog of three or less. And with Jimmy G five and up straight up and against the spread against the NFC South, including three and on the road. Listen, either Cordell and I are going to look like geniuses agreeing this week or people (laughs) like those two guys are are, are, are literally uh, Laurel and Hardy. (laughs) It's the shirts. It's the pink shirts. It's the shirts and we'll never wear pink uh, synced up again. But (laughs) I just think again, you hear me talk about it all the time. There's a right side to a game and a wrong side to a game. And it's our job on this show to hopefully with our opinion and how we support our opinion to get people on the right side of the game. And if Marcus Mariota can execute that offense for 60 minutes against this Niner defense, which is flat out lethal right now. So be you tip your cap and go your way. But the numbers say San Francisco, especially on the East coast. And I think you have to ride that.
0: Cordell had me leaning San Francisco. Brandon, you put the nail in the coffin. All three of their wins, by the way, this year have come by 15 or more. And on the road under Shanahan since 2017, they've covered 28 of 47 contests. It's a 60% clip. Only six teams in the league have been better in that time frame. Gents, we're all on the same page. In fact, that's my favorite play of the week. But we've got two more games to get to, including the game of the week, which we'll get to a little later on. Let's start though with Sunday night football: the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, two teams that are a combined nine and one, facing off in Philly.
1: Brandon, going to start with you here. Pretty simple. Sometimes you look at a game and it's really simple. This one is really simple. Now it's the Sunday night game, so you've bet your one o'clock games, you've bet your four o'clock games, you're waiting for that last four o'clock game that's going down to the wire, and then that game ends, and you got about twenty minutes still to put in your your bet. For the Sunday night game. I want you to wait. I want you to chill. Just like Samuel Jackson said in Pulp Fiction. (laughs) Tell her to chill, honey bunny. Tell her to chill. (laughs) Tell that to chill. Just chill. And when it's announced, it's either Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott. Who you're going to bet in this game is pretty simple. This may sound crazy, but trust me. If Cooper Rush is starting at quarterback... You take the guy that's 5-0 straight up and against the spread in his career as a starter in the NFL. If Dak is announced as the starter, coming off the bench rusty on the road in that environment, as crazy as it sounds, I will take the Philadelphia Eagles because I don't think Dak can come in in this situation against this team on a Sunday night game on national TV and just step in like he hadn't missed a beat. I'm anxious to hear the quarterback's opinion of it. But for me, Dak plays, bet Philly. Cooper Rush plays, ride the momentum of the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Cordell, I can't believe what I'm hearing. What are your thoughts on this? Brandon's saying if Cooper rushes the guy, you bet Dallas, and if Dak's the guy, you fade them. I need your, your thoughts here, Cordell. The Eagles are five point favorites in this one, man. What do you think?
2: These This type of a game always is, is a battle tested game in the trenches for sure. Uh, we know since 2019, Dallas is a league best at 14 and 6, winning 70%, 70% of their games within the divisional games, while Philly is just. Seven and eleven, which is thirty nine percent, when it comes down to winning. But this is a different Philadelphia team. I just think what they do defensively, they are arguably the best in the National Football League, ranked fourth, and they're second offensively when it comes to being ranked. Jalen Hurts has truly come into the National Football League this season, and has put his stamp on the National Football League and conversations of being the MVP in the National Football League because of how tough he's been, how steady he's been. I like Cooper Rush, the way he's been playing. I think he's been doing a phenomenal job because the recipe is a phenomenal recipe, right? It's one that goes on the road and allows you to play some really good football to play controlled football. Defense playing extremely well. The running game is adequate. Cooper Rush, they're not asking him to do every single thing. So that makes you wonder what the Philadelphia Eagles are going to do. Are they going to try to play wide open, or are they going to play conservative? I'm going with the home team in this one. I'm going with Philadelphia. I like what they've been able to do, not particularly in the first half, but mainly how they finish games, and they finish extremely strong. I think there's going to be too much pressure on Cooper Rush. If they bring in Dak Prescott, that serves them even better. So either way to cut go, I think they win by more than five. And I think they obviously, obviously the winning by more than five means they win the game. But I'm going with this Philadelphia Eagles football team uh, uh, that's really playing really, really good football right now. I don't think Cooper Rush, if he starts or even Dak Prescott,
1: you better hope that pass rush doesn't put a little pressure on Jalen Hurts. He's going to see some pressure in this game that my young blood ain't seen all season long. they going to get after him just like they got after every other quarterback they have faced. Get off Cooper and Dak. Like I said, that's going to make a difference you watch that Dallas defense have a little something to say. The Arizona Cardinals got after Jalen Hurts last week. He didn't have that great of a game. You watch Dallas get that uh-uh going. Joey? On, the road. The, that was on so, the road. That so was Brandon, on the road. So,
0: Brandon, so, so and that's a good point. Lincoln Financial, it's a different animal, Cordell. But, Brandon, to your point, the Cardinals got after Jalen Hurts. There's one guy who I didn't hear either of you mention. It's actually why I disagree with both of you here. Micah Parsons. If any linebacker in this National Football League can be an effective spy on Jalen Hurts, it's Micah Parsons. So, Cordell, hey, you're hey, on the Eagles.
1: Hey, why are you roping me in? You disagree with both. Ones. Well, because, because you're, you're playing
0: the flip flop game because you're covering well, your end. Like your end. You're like, oh, we don't
1: know. no, we don't know right now as we tape this who the quarterback is. We don't know. But we, we do don't know. know who they
0: have on defense. And I think Dallas hey, plus five
1: is the play because of that defense. Right. But that goes without saying. I've been on Dallas every week on this show. You know, I'm a fan of their defense and I've talked about their defense. So don't even go there. I'm saying. <laughs> Their defense is going to do what their defense has done all year long. The only way they lose this game and lose big is turnovers. Yes. That's the only way. And Cooper Rush does not turn the ball over. Dak does. I trust Cooper more than Dak. You're on Dallas, obviously. I know where you're going. So close it out, my brother. And so let's
0: close it out with the game of the week, gents. I'm on Dallas there. It's clear as day. But we've got the Buffalo Bills, the best team in football heading to Arrowhead to take on probably the second-best team in football, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're both 4-1. and one. Both could easily be 5-0. and oh, Both had some bad breaks the same week a couple weeks ago. And for the first time in his career, Patrick Mahomey, as Cordell would say, is a home yeah. dog. Cordell, a home dog. Are you going to roll with Mahome in this one, or do the Bills go in there and win it by three or more?
2: The thing I like about what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing with Patrick Mahomey is he's not 100% relying on Tariq Hill. He's distributing the ball. I think I saw an interview where he spoke about, you know what? I need to stick to my reads. I need to be patient. I need to find a guy. I don't think you're going to see those errands, those throws that are just made in the air because the guy has so much speed. I think this Buffalo Bills team, because of their injuries, cost them on the road. These two teams know what this game means to them. This is pretty much the bragging rights when it comes down to the AFC. I think what we saw Patrick Mahomes do this past week and the attitude in which he played with and the confidence and the swag that he has so far, I think that's enough to beat this Buffalo Bills team. They know how inept they are in the secondary, for sure, the Buffalo Bills. Even though their team is still a really good overall football team, I just think right now, Patrick Mahomes, when he's on, it's hard to stop him. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes, my guy. I'm going with it.
0: It's a great point, Cordell. That secondary is definitely bruised and battered. Brandon, who you rolling with?
1: Hmm. it's not going to get any easier than what I'm about to say. There's no other way to break down the game. There's nothing else to talk about this game. You don't have to bring up players and injuries. You ain't got to bring one coach. who ain't missed a meal since Christ came back 2000 years ago. And you got another coach. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> they can't coach his way out of a paper bag in pressure situations. That don't matter. Nothing matters. Here's what matters. You mentioned it's the first time Patrick Mahomes has been a home dog. I'll go you one better. Patrick Mahomes has been an underdog nine times in his career. And Patrick Mahomes is nine and zero against the spread. You give the boy points, he makes you money. You give him points, it's free money. It's like Tom Brady back in the day when he was a dog, when he was like 24, 25, 26, and not 44, 45, 46. Patrick Mahomes getting points equals money. 9-0, and oh, let's make it 10-0. and oh, Patrick Mahomes as a dog. I'm shocked I'm doing this twice in
0: one episode. But you guys left off one major point, and it's that the Kansas City defense kind of stinks. I know Patrick Mahomes is great. Josh Allen's almost just as good. Well, listen, come on, Bet guys. the
1: over. Bet the over. Bet the we'll over. Cover. The over is a gift, a lock, a Christmas present. Come <laughs> early. But Absolutely. that's right. But we know Joey's leaning toward Buffalo. Bring it home, Joey. Tell us you like the Bills. I, I, just, cap, I was waiting for it. someone
0: to talk about defenses here. You got the second ranked defense in Buffalo, 24th ranked defense in Kansas City. I love but you guys I gave it both. To you. Maybe I'll look like an idiot, and there's a reason I'm here with a pro football player and a pro handicapper, and I'm the Jamoke in the middle. But until then, I'm rolling with the Buffalo Bills in this one. Minus two and a half in Arrowhead. They went there last year. They won 38 to 20. And it wasn't as close as that 18-point margin of victory would have indicated. The Bills are better this year, especially on defense, especially with the pass rush. Guys, that does it for another episode of Believe Me. I'm Joe Serralo. That's Cordell Stewart. That's Brandon Lang. We'll see you next week.
2: Thank you for listening to Believe.